It's Representation, the podcast about underrepresentation in STEM. Hello and welcome to day seven of Representation Does Podtober. I am your host, Yamina. And for those of you who don't know, Podtober is in October. And it's a month-long celebration, sharing, honoring, promoting of podcasts. Podcast creators can choose to challenge themselves in different ways. I have chosen to post a mini-sode a day, so 31 mini-sodes in 31 days. I'm pretty sure that by day 31, I will just shut my brain off and my mouth will will automatically say that whole spiel, but I definitely enjoy doing this and yeah it's a good challenge it's good for me I wasn't very good at posting episodes when I was supposed to and now I have no choice because I told everyone I was going to do this and I can't back out nor would I want to anyway enough about me and my rambling oh uh FYI these episodes are not edited because that makes my life easier but it also means that you get to hear me very slowly spiraling into madness. Anyway, um, I am focusing on a different person each day. These people are from underrepresented communities and have made amazing contributions to STEM. So let's dive right in. Today's person, Dr. Muhammad Yakub. When Dr. Yakub was 12, he moved from Kenya with his parents and his sister to Wisconsin. They are of Indian descent. Dr. Yakub started studying at Normandale Community College in 2001, and he was a little unsure. His parents wanted him to become a doctor, but he found the two days that he volunteered at in a hospital ER way too stressful. But he still loved biology, so he started studying plants. He received his PhD at... Sorry, let me backtrack. So he graduated from Normandale Community College in 2004. He got his bachelor's degree in microbiology and his master's degree in molecular biology at the University of Wisconsin. And he went on to get his PhD in plant biology, rather plant biological sciences at the University of Minnesota. That is so many degrees. <laughs> okay. His research focused on studying how plants evolve and survive in cities because urban plants have to grow in warmer and drier conditions. There's um, less grass and more concrete than in rural areas. So with his two friends, he started a program called Market Science. He would go to farmer's markets and host a science-based booth and talk to people about what science is. While he was pursuing his PhD, he got to teach and he realized he really enjoyed it. So after he received his PhD, he was named Outreach and Education Coordinator at Um, of the College of Food, Agriculture, and Natural Resource Sciences at the University of Minnesota. He's also helping create a new outreach center focused on plant and pollinator health. 
He is working on engaging the community in plant research and plant science. He is really great about acknowledging the fact that he got his start in a community college. And whenever people talk about how much he's accomplished, he always says that he got his start at Normandale Community College. And one of his goals in in education is to get community college students interested in STEM fields. This is amazing work because, as you know, as a lot of you know, community colleges are super accessible, uh, but they're really undervalued, and they're sort of spoken of in this dismissive way, but really college is what you make of it, I think, and community college students can go to do some amazing things. Dr. Yacoub recently accepted a position at the American Association for the Advancement of Science in Washington, D.C., and so he'll be able to work uh, in science communication and outreach at a much, much broader level. Dr. Yacoub identifies as gay, and so when he would go to the market, he would sometimes wear high heels or brightly colored nails in order to show people that you can be in STEM, you can be a scientist, and you can be gay, and you can wear whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Uh, he's pretty open about a lot of things, so including the need for diversity in STEM. So when asked why diversity in STEM matters, he says, there's no one else out there that brings the perspective that I do. And at the end of the day, when we say representation matters, we're not just talking about children and young adults seeing people who look like themselves in STEM. That is important. But also, I think I've mentioned this before, diversity brings diverse ideas, diverse ways of thinking, which means that more can get done in science because you've got people looking at things from a different point of view. I hope you've enjoyed learning about Dr. Mohammed Yakub. I, again, I say this every time, but it's true every time. I really enjoyed learning about him. It's pretty cool to do this research and, and read about these people who maybe don't get as much attention as they would if they were cis, het, white, able-bodied men. So it's pretty cool to shine a spotlight on these these folks and also I find them on social media and hopefully they enjoy knowing that I am talking about them because representation matters that might be a little selfish but I will put it out there if you if I talked about you and you listened and you enjoyed it let me know I would love to interview you on the show okay <laughs> self-promotion out of the way Thank you for tuning in to day seven of Podtober. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have not, go back and listen to days one through six. If you enjoyed that, go back and listen to my full episodes. I like to keep them short and sweet, so they're not that much longer. They're like 20 minutes on average. And I talk about a lot of different STEM topics and awesome people who are either affected by or contributed to contribute to these topics. I will be back tomorrow with another mini-sode and I will talk to you 
then. Come be my friend. Follow Representation on Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, and Twitter. Streaming platforms include Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Podbean, and Stitcher. However you choose to listen to Representation, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. 